The Fight Podcast, hosted by Sergio Vicente. The Fight Podcast is brought to you by Sage Eats. Sage Eats is a Chicago-based healthy meal prep and fitness mentoring company. They deliver healthy, organic, custom meals directly to your home or office. For those of you not in Chicago, Sage Eats also offers online fitness mentoring where your personal fitness mentor will send you four weeks worth of workouts that are customized to your body and your goals. Your mentor is available seven days a week to answer questions and offer support. Sign up for Sage Eats at W www.sageeatschicago.com. Apply promo code FIGHT for 20% off your first three months. Now here's your host of the FIGHT podcast, Sergio Vicente. Yo! Welcome, welcome, welcome to the FIGHT podcast, the weekly combat sports and culture podcast. I'm your host, Serge Vicente, and we have another great show for you today. Today, Look, man, we've been traveling to bring you guys some amazing content this week. I told you I was working on something special, and today we have an interview that I know you're going to love. But before I get into that, remember, the Fight Podcast is brought to you each and every week by Sage Eats. Sage Eats offers healthy meal prep and fitness mentoring. Sign up for Sage Eats at sageeatschicago.com. Apply promo code FIGHT for 20% off your first three months. Remember to follow the Fight Podcast on all social media platforms at the Fight Podcast and follow me at Serge Vicente. Support the show by checking me out on the website, thefightpodcast.com. Subscribe, listen, rate, and share. We're currently on iTunes and SoundCloud. Boom. All right. So look, today I had the pleasure of speaking with the soul assassin himself, Kevin Ross. Kevin is an American Muay Thai fighter slash kickboxer who is also competing in professional boxing, MMA, and Sanxiao. He currently competes in Bellator kickboxing, where he has held the featherweight world championship. Kevin is one of the most decorated American champs ever. This dude's an absolute monster, man. He's the Lions Super Fight Lightweight World Champion, WBC Muay Thai Super Lightweight International Champion, and Welterweight National Champion, United States Muay Thai Federation Welterweight Champ, and the FIDAM Welterweight National Champion of Mexico. He currently trains out of the Combat Sports Academy in Dublin, California. This was another fire convo. We discussed everything from his background, early days of Muay Thai, fighting legends, mental health, and so much more. I'll be honest with you guys, this is another amazing convo. This is another great one. I truly hope you enjoy this convo with Kevin, the Soul Assassin Ross, here on episode 61 of The Fight Podcast. Enjoy. Hey, hello, hello. How we doing today, man? Hey, good. How are you? Oh, bro, very well. Um, hold on for one second. Oh. This. All right. All right. All right, Kevin Ross, brother. Right. Man, thank Kevin you so much. Appreciate your time, bro. Appreciate your time, bro. Yeah, my pleasure. Dude, man. Um, well, first and foremost, like I said, I was super excited to hear me back, man. I've been a big fan for a long time, man. Uh, like I said, I started kickboxing and, and doing Muay Thai shoot easily 10 years ago at this point in time over here in chicago and uh uh-huh. and especially you know when you first start going into kickboxing and you know you're doing more time you're always like yo who who 
are the American dudes? I mean, like we all know about, you know, Bull Kyle. We all know about all these other dudes, but you know, who who are somebody that we can kind of get behind? And yeah. uh, and that's when I finally started following you, man. So again, bro, I'm honored to, uh, for you to be here, man. And uh, thanks for your time, man. So what? Again, you you working with Bellator? You've done a lot of different things, man. Uh, what's what's new with you? Uh, what's new is me is taking a break for once in my life. I, uh, you know, I've been doing this for about 15 years and I've never taken a more than a week or so off other than for injuries and things. So I decided it's time to kind of do that, take a step back for a minute, reset everything, which has been strange for me. You know, it's, is it was a transition, you know, in the beginning it was kind of depressing. I was like, what am I doing? But, uh, I knew I needed it, you know, um, It was good. It was good to do. And I'm just starting to get going again now. Um, you know, I was working out the whole time, just not training. You know right. what I mean? Right. Dude, so, dude it's, it's, it's funny you say that, man, because I was even going to ask. I mean, you you did. You were one of those guys that started kickboxing later, you said, doing Muay Thai later in life. You know, yeah, you were. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when, like I said, I remember I heard uh, not too long ago, I was listening to, uh, it has to be a couple years ago now, but I think you were on Joe Rogan's show and you uh-huh. were talking about you didn't start till you were 23. And I was like, yeah. dude, that's crazy. Like, I remember at 23, I was like, oh, bro, I'm getting old. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now that I'm 32, man, I, I go back and I think about it. I'm like, dude, maybe I should just kept on pushing forward, man. I might have been all right. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's always the tricky thing, you know. It's you never really know until you you keep going. Um, you know, for me, it's just something you kind of you need to evaluate along the way and see how you feel. It's not just just because you're older doesn't mean you have to stop. You know right. what I'm saying? And um, I think the that gets a lot of people confused and they don't, they don't, they think just cause it's not like the normal thing doesn't mean you can't do it. You know, and a lot of people uh, rely on that fact that, that when you're getting older, you should be getting slower and fatter and all these things. When there's people that don't, there's people that get better as they get older. There's people that stay, stay the same weight and that kind of thing there. You just have to be more disciplined and take a lot of better care of yourself and all those things. So, you know, of course we all get older and that, that is inevitable, but mm-hmm. it's not like this crutch that people rely on at times, you know, that it's just like an easy excuse to say and then an easy way to uh, get lazy. Right. Uh, so since you, like I said, getting older and you're, you're finally taking time off and, and I know like being what I want to say, one of the, the OGs essentially out here doing it for, for a while, man. Um, aside from taking time off, what have you done throughout the years to just keep your body I mean, just fresh, man, and, and just and also just continue growing, you know, yeah. like in the older you get, because people do think a lot of times you're supposed to slow down, you're doing this, but you are super technical and mm-hmm. you have con- and I've noticed again, just even in your last couple fights, I mean, you're still doing certain things technique wise that a lot of people who are a lot of younger aren't doing how have you been able to keep yourself i mean your speed has stayed the same or even possibly gotten faster you know what i'm saying i think so too yeah yeah like your power is definitely gone up i mean Uh so what how what have you attributed to that well a lot of things you know i think uh the main thing from the from the get-go was being of the state of mind that I'm one. I'm already so far behind getting started at 23. So, so everything I was doing was just 
knowing that I'm behind playing catch up. So, you know, that's going to, that's going to kind of speed things up and never, never allowed me to get in that mentality of like feeling like I was good enough or, or better, right. you know, better than other people or whatever. Cause I always set my sights on the top of the top. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like yeah. I think that uh, unfortunately, Oh, sorry oh, yeah. about that. You back? Yeah, can you hear me? There we go. Yeah, I hear you. My bad. No, I'll get it. Yeah, so what I was saying was, you know, too many people, uh, like, their bar is way too low. It's basically on the floor. So it's <laughs> yeah. like, uh, you know, they, they, they just view being being the best person in the gym, being the best person in the state, being the best person in the country as like, that's the top when that doesn't mean anything when you view the entire world, you know? Um, so for me, that's, that's something that's always been at the forefront of my mind is knowing that no matter how good I get, no matter how hard I push it, I'll never be able to be where I want to be. You know what I'm saying? So even at this stage now, I don't, I don't feel any different than I did when I first started. Like I'm still just trying to learn, you know what that's I mean? I'm, I'm just that, that, and that says a lot, man. I think a lot of people don't definitely don't understand that. And people are like, they get to a certain point where I think their ego gets in the way. And, uh, it, it seems like you haven't allowed that man. Um, you've competed everywhere around the world, man, yeah. everywhere around the world. And against some of like the best fighters to like, to do it. Yeah. Um, for you, man, what are those experiences like? Especially again, we're talking about like back in the day with Muay Thai when it was like, I mean, yo, you don't know who who you fighting that guy. Okay, let's do it. You yeah. know. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, for yourself, man, what has been like? How are those experiences been? How has it been growing and actually seeing the evolution of Muay Thai from when you were doing it to you know you know way back in the day to even now and how like everything from Bellator, Lion fights, just seeing so many different organizations really mm-hmm. taking off. Man, man, it's it's been a trip, man. Like like so many things are exploding, getting bigger, and which is great to see. But with it, with the progression of anything, you got to take the good and the bad that comes with it. Right. You know, like you were saying, like when when I was first starting, we didn't ever know who was fighting, what rules we were fighting, <laughs> what weight we were fighting. You just you're always ready to go, and you, you get in there and do it. You know what I'm saying? You just show up, and sometimes you fight, sometimes you don't. Um, and you know that mentality helped me in progressing later on to fight these guys that I really had no business being in the ring with because I just kind of came up that way. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, like I'll fight anybody. It don't matter. Um, where nowadays you've proven that you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe too many times, uh, you know, nowadays it seems like people, because with the growth and the popularity and the visibility of the sport, People are a little more mindful about not wanting to look bad. You know what I mean? Where where they're they're missing out on so much growth and so much knowledge because they're they're afraid to really test and push themselves um, because it is more visible these days. Like like you know back in the day it was like the only people that saw you fight were the people that were at the fight. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you, no one would ever even see it. So in, in some ways that kind of helped people not really. You know, think about it and, and, and uh, anything other than what you did in that time frame. You know, it was right. like 
what you showed there was all that mattered because you can you can go outside and talk all you want but no one's going to know nothing until they see you where now you can kind of put a lot of stuff out there that ain't exactly real and Mm -hmm. looks looks good and you know you put some filters on stuff and (laughs) speed up some cameras so like we see those people looking real nice on the pads man (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, everybody looks nice on the pads that that ain't hard to do um you know so it's been great to see the progression uh the popularity grow you know I, i love to see it but at the same time, you know, there, there's times when I'm just like, man, I wish it didn't. I wish it was like it used to be. Because the thing that was different back then was you knew that every person involved in this sport was doing it only out of pure love. There was no other reason to be doing this. Right. Like it was detrimental to everything in your life. Like, why would you do this? You know what I'm saying? Where now you don't really know. You, you got to kind of question that every time. <clears throat> Like, why is this person really doing this? You know, what, right. what's their motivation? And and, and I'm not going to try to say that's good or bad. I'm just saying, like, when I started, I knew everyone was in the same mentality and, and, and mindset as me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Where, where, where nowadays it's it varies. OK. Um, the, there's so many, like I said, what have you seen from a lot of the organizations? For instance, like I said, that you, you, you are seeing people are trying to push it. But unfortunately, there's. It might because, for instance, I love Muay Thai. I came up watching Muay Thai. I came up and I love kickboxing, but there's a huge difference between the two. And a lot of people don't even realize that. For yourself, man, what what have you, what of both sports do you enjoy? Because they're definitely different sports. Oh, completely different. I mean, they're night and day. Uh, I think uh, the more people understand that, the the better you know mm-hmm. it's 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 easy to kind of lump both those sports in together because they're they're similar in a lot of ways um but if you've ever fought them you realize how different they are mm-hmm. you know um the speed the timing the techniques the rhythm right. uh, the pace the the distance everything you know it, it, they couldn't be any more different um yeah. you know fortunately for me i, I had a style um that could kind of cross both paths you know mm-hmm. um you know, I have. Yeah, uh, you've made a pretty seamless transition from like watching all of you, like your fights. It's yeah. like the kickboxing because a lot of times, for instance, you see a lot of the guys coming over, you know, from Muay Thai, and they just don't start fast enough. Yeah. They're taking their time in the beginning, and uh, and then you see them getting jumped. It seems like a lot of times, like again, a lot of like just kickboxers are coming in, hands flying. They're like, whatever, I'm gonna jump yeah. these dudes right at the beginning. <laughs> so, you know. Um, so being seeing that, yeah, I think it's a huge difference with that, man. It's it's, it's cool, but you definitely have had it like a seamless, at least in my opinion, uh, a transition yeah. in that. Well, you um, know, I always love boxing coming up, even uh, before I even thought about uh, ever stepping foot in the ring. Is boxing was something I always loved. Um, you know, and particularly when I when I first started out, I, I hardly ever threw kicks at all. <laughs> I was just all hands, hands, hands. I'd throw like one kick a fight sometimes. You know, up until like I finally uh, made the trip to thailand and started progressing and learning a lot more and developing my game you know but but having started out with such a hands focus for myself is kind of carried out throughout my whole career and it's something i've always been able to uh rely on and have a, a little bit of an edge over people you Absolutely. know Dude, so it, I, i'm sorry go ahead 
No, I was just saying that's that's one thing that really helped me go into uh, kickboxing. But but there's there's a lot of uh, even the Thais now are, are finding how to use that um, still use their their Thai style. Um, and it's not to say like they have some crazy like boxing now. It's just mm-hmm. it's just a slight adjustment. And I think I think far too often uh, people try to change too much. You know, it's like right. oh I'm kickboxing now, so I got to do these crazy combos and mm-hmm. and all these things. But you know, you look at the Sidichai has been the champ forever. Like he's yeah. very basic. Um, even his uh, kickboxing fights compared to his uh, Muay Thai fights aren't really that different. I mean, he, a few little angular things and and uh, maybe a couple more numbers, but uh, he he didn't completely change his style. He just he found that little adjustment to make, and and I mean that really. Uh, applies in so much is it's usually just a small adjustment because you still got to be yourself right you know what right. that that that's always been a tricky thing is is trying to develop but still maintain who you are as an individual because when you're in there you just you got to be yourself or else Absolutely. it's not gonna it's not gonna work out <laughs> not at all man <laughs> yeah, yeah. um you you've been able to train in like i said in thailand and no. I, a lot of people like that's always been a dream of mine finally go over there and it, it, could you explain like how what is that 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 atmosphere like man being in for instance like a, like one of those Thai camps and learning yeah. from them as opposed to and again you train here at one of the greatest gyms especially in the states mm-hmm. um, you know uh, Muay Thai kickboxing wise I mean how, like what are the difference and what are like the, the vibes of both you know gyms essentially well I, I think the biggest thing you're gonna um, see over there and it was, it was something I, uh, again I was very fortunate to come up uh, in, in the gym I did um, because we had the same kind of mentality and mindset but being over there you know you're only surrounded by fighters you know mm-hmm. there's not people taking classes you know what I mean yeah. there's, there's not I mean, there's kids, but like they're f- professional fighters. Oh, yeah. Those kids mean? would so, mess you up, man. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really just being immersed in the in the culture and, and immersed uh, and surrounded by people who are on the same path as you, you mm-hmm. know, or, or way way ahead of you in that path. But but still, we're all we're all kind of going the same direction. Um, you know that like that's such a huge thing. The other thing is just the. Uh, the simplicity of things, the the the, the basics and fundamentals, um, and again, that was something that was drilled into me from from the beginning. But again, I, I came up under ties, you know, so so mm-hmm. that makes a lot of sense. Where, you know, it's a lot of people these days they 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 do a lot of unnecessary things that waste a lot of time, you know, a lot of a lot of stuff they they don't really understand how to apply when it comes to fighting, but it mm-hmm. but it looks good in the gym. You know what I mean? It looks good on Instagram, but but <laughs> it's not going to help you out when you fight because you you're not basing it in fundamentals. I right. mean that, that that goes across any sport, across any aspect of life. Is is everything is needs to be based in fundamentals, or else you're going to have no no structure. And uh, people kind of skip skip a lot of stuff in the beginning. It's like they skip to uh, college and they haven't even yeah. gone. Through grade school um but that's the knowledge you're going to need when you get in the in the ring you know but if if that's not your goal then yeah don't don't worry about it just have fun and do your thing but if your goal is to get in the ring to be good to develop mm-hmm. you always have to base that in a solid foundation and and unfortunately in this country we skip over a lot of that and and a lot of that can be attested to the fact that the coaches don't have that knowledge. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. they they skipped ahead as well. You know they they watch YouTube videos and figure out how to train people. And 
you know, there's uh, a lot of holes in that, but but hopefully not too many people uh, have to learn the hard way. Absolutely. Um, so again, no movement coaches, huh? Uh, <laughs> uh, um, you've been able to, like I said, you train. Like you were talking about, like the fundamentals in training. You have a great team. You 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 train at least like from what I've seen. You train with some of like the best guys, some savages all around. Um, do you? Th- it's difficult, like you said, to find those type of gyms in the states. Um, Again, I'm from Chicago. There's a lot of great, you know, gyms. There's a lot of great jiu-jitsu. But a lot of times, you know, it, it's it's few and far between, you know, to find solid, you know, to so- find solid gyms like that. What is your advice to anybody who was like, you look, look, I want to do this. I want to make a career out of this. Um, what, would, what would your suggestion for them be? Uh, well, a few things. I mean, one too often we use that as an excuse not to, I mean, there's so much we can do on our own, regardless of the gym, um, that we, that we, we like fall and say, Oh, we don't have this. So I'm not going to do anything, Mm -hmm. you know, saying when there's so much you could be working on that way, when, once you do get the opportunity to train with solid people or, or maybe travel or et cetera, et cetera, you've developed to a level to where now you can put that to use as opposed Mm -hmm. to sitting around and waiting for the perfect gym to show up. You know, I had, I had years and years back at at Toddy's when there was no fighters anymore and all the Mm -hmm. trainers left and, and I was stuck on the bag by myself for a year. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, there's always work you can do. Um, and, and of course, there's always excuses that can be made. But w- we all have things that we lack in our gym. I, I don't care if you're in the greatest gym in the world. There's going to be pieces that you're missing. Um, and it's just how do you find a way to work around that and still develop uh, regardless of what's around you? And and I think I think the more self-motivated you are and, and self-reliant um, and realizing how much you can work on on your own um, – uh, the better you're going to get as well as like understand what kind of sacrifices you want to make in order to make it to the level you want to make. Maybe you right, do need right. to pack up and uh, quit your job and, and move into a gym somewhere. I don't know. You know, it's, it, it's different for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, uh, a real good uh, quote Eddie always says is uh, everybody's got to pay their dues, but you don't know when the <laughs> when the bills coming up or something. I always forget. Yeah. But but it's like we, we all got <laughs> dues to pay. But the problem is, like, people look at the dues I paid and they're like, oh, I can do that. Not realizing your dues are going to be completely different than mine. Right. And they're going to be they're going to be ones you're not going to want to pay. <laughs> that's what <laughs> that's what dues are. They're not the ones that you think you can do. It's the ones you don't want to do. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And, and uh, the other thing, too, is understanding that those dues will be owed forever. Like, they don't go away. It's not like, oh, I, I paid my dues back in the day and now I don't have to anymore. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's an unending uh, thing you got to do. It, it, it never ends. If you want to if you want to progress in everything, you're always going to have to sacrifice. You're always going to have to, uh, you know, look, miss out on certain things in life. Yeah. And it's just a question of whether you're willing to do that or not. And that's different for everybody. Right. Um, and and it's, I'm glad you said that because in thinking about it, and this one thing I want to bring up, because a lot of people, especially nowadays, um, 
with fighting. The there it's it's up and is there their ups and downs. It's not like all like glory and you know getting showered and then women and stuff thrown at you. It's not like that. Uh, there are those like moments of depression and things like that. And in the society now, there's so much talk about mental health, right? Yeah. Um, everyone has had like you said their own dues, their own you know shortcomings or whatever the case may be. Uh, for yourself, do you feel like fighters? It is important to stay in tune with you know uh, mental health. Have you done certain things like meditation or even work with anybody like that? And do you think that is something that is important for fighters and just people to do in general? Yeah, I think um, you know the we got there's so many different pieces to ourselves uh, that we got to keep healthy at all times and in tune at all times, physically, mentally, spiritually, what have you. Um, it's it's easy to get fixated on like one thing, especially like you know with, with when you're in a physical activity, you only think about the physical side of it. When that's just like one piece of the puzzle, man. Like there's so much, and if all those pieces aren't aligned with each other and, and functioning correctly, then then you're not going to be able to uh, uh, perform the way you want to. So yeah, um, you know, I, a, a lot for me, especially over the the last you know five ten years, has has uh, um, been paying a lot more attention to those kinds of things where in the beginning it was just 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 going 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 and you know it's like the longer you do this the the more you can understand all all the different pieces and aspects of 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 training and and of life really so um you know i've dabbled here and there and things it's it's an ongoing kind of process it's not like there's just one thing i've done and like that's been great you know it's 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 uh it's always different you know i've worked with uh mind coaches if you want to call them that uh um as well as just 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 myself just just focusing and you know like when you you think about meditation as this thing where you're like sitting with your legs crossed and i mean (laughs) meditation can literally be just sitting here like clearing your mind of stuff or or, or focusing on a a a technique i mean that's Mm -hmm. meditation in itself you know so um yeah all those things uh there's so much like I said earlier, there's so much we can do on our own, um, so much development we can have outside of hitting pads or, or the typical um, training. And uh, uh, everybody's different, though. You know what I'm saying? So it's not I, I can't it's tough to tell someone what they should do to be good or to be better, to be stronger, right. all those things, because uh, even from what I do varies day to day, year to year, that kind of thing. Um just being self-aware um, and willing to try new things. Absolutely. I mean, I think you hit it on the head, man. I think self-awareness is key, knowing yourself. Yeah. Um, and, and it seems like martial arts is one of those things that really allow people to be more self-aware. You have to be vulnerable. You have to, you know, be willing to grow just to get any better. Um, you have to have almost, like you said, that Ronin mentality. Like, I got to go out. I got to do my thing, you know. And learn, man. Um, for yourself, man. And I, hey, and again, thank you so much for joining me. I got a couple more for you, and I'll let you get out of here, man. Um, so for yourself, like, do you have, or would you, because of the way you've trained and the way you, you know, worked over the last, shoot, 15, almost 20 years of your life, um, well, do you have a specific, like, philosophy or, like, a mindset behind that? A martial arts, quote-unquote, martial arts philosophy, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Uh, I I would say that, that that humbleness is the key to everything in life. Um, if you're not humble, you, you're you're not gonna 
realize how much you have, how much farther you have to go, how much work you have to do, how, um, you know, all these things. Uh, I think the key for me is, is uh, going too far in one direction or the other. It both can be bad. Being, being too arrogant is bad as being overly humble. You know, you still have to have enough confidence you know, you yeah. have to be, you know, know the things you've done and, and, uh, you know, be able to apply those things. So, so, um, again, it's not to say one, one side or the other is better or worse. It's just finding a good balance of two. It's like being, being too calm or too nervous. Like both can be equally detrimental. Um, right. But but finding a way to to use that and not let it uh, uh, hinder you uh, is really the key. So uh, you know, for me, um, the way I came up, the people I came up around, um, just how I am at anyway as a, as a person is is just maintaining that humbleness. You know, particularly when you go to places like Thailand, you see like kids who have 400 fights and you never would know it. Not in the way they talk, not in the way they carry themselves. How they carry themselves is in the ring, of course. Absolutely. Um, but other outside of that, that I mean, that's where you need it. That's where you need to be that 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 kind of person. Um, right. But it's like with that knowledge comes because comes responsibility. Um, and I think uh, the more responsible you are with with your abilities, with your with your with your attitude, with everything, um, the better. And the, and the more we can kind of all, all, all help each other out. And, and build together dope man that's that's true man again and you do see the only time you do see what I, i've realized with those ties man when they get out there with that y crew bro they definitely show all the swag yeah, they have yeah. man yeah. <laughs> yeah it's something beautiful that's what's up man um so a couple more man um so again you've been in there with savages you've been in there with some of the best of the best man uh in your career to this point what has been your favorite fight <laughs> There's so many, man. Uh, you know, uh, it's a question I'm often asked. Uh, you know, what, yeah. what's your best fight? What's your what's your hardest fight, et cetera? Right, right. Um, you know, and when you've had so many, there there's so many different ways to look. I mean, there's so many tough fights for different reasons. You right. know, there's and so moments. many great for, yeah moments yeah. and like like what was it great for the outcome? Was it great for what you did in there? Was it great for what mm. you overcame? Um, you know, but I always, I'll always have to point at the Sanchez fight because, you know, obviously fighting the greatest ever. And yeah. then, you know, one of I probably my best performance ever. Um, yeah. you know, that's, that's, that's easy to say or, or difficult not to say that that was the best because, because that was really the best. But, um, one of my more favorite fights, uh, my fight with Malapet and my fight with, uh, Chike are probably two of my favorite favorites that I'll actually watch once in a while. I mean, I hate That's watching fights like so much, <laughs> but like, <laughs> like the, the technique, the technique, uh, in those fights, um, for, on both sides, mine and theirs, um, you know, and just our rhythm and uh, my fight with Thompson and Yamato as well. You know, there's, there's so many, you know, there's so many great ones, but, but That's the a, great cool, ones man. were, were cause I was in there with somebody great who brought out the best in me and I brought out the best in them. I mean, it takes, yeah. it takes two people to have a great fight, not just one. Right. Yeah. Dude. It, yo, man, that's again, I have 
come up and, and and I'm be honest with you man like I said I've been doing I started my podcast not even a year ago you know uh, this is my 61st episode is it'll oh. be and uh man, hey man we trying to pump them out bro uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh like I said I, I've been able to interview you know people who I admire and I and I've talked to but you're definitely one of those that um I was extremely excited to speak to man because again I followed your career as soon as the moment that I started you know uh uh you know dabbling with more time doing stuff so i i really appreciate your time bro i, oh, I appreciate do you, man. Thank you. uh yeah man um like i said i look forward to uh continue and i want the real quick man um you 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 had yeah, you dabble in a couple different things especially like business wise and you I run a lot man a lot of things <laughs> yeah man um uh, for yourself and then um what has been like the the business of fighting the business yeah. of fighting and being able to because like you said a lot of money in the beginning it is there isn't a lot of cash you know and, and you so to be able to grow and build your name and i mean how have you been able to you know maximize what you're doing on a business end from you know your platform as a fighter and again just the business of fighting itself like how have you been able to kind of like again dabble <laughs> yeah yeah um it's tricky because you know, so much of it is by not focusing on that because okay. just focusing on yourself and, and being true to yourself and being, um, you know, it's like you are your own brand. You need to develop yourself. Uh, you can put yourself out there, but if you're not backing it with with uh, uh, um, any uh, uh, structure, then then it's just a waste of time. And it, and it comes off as, as needy and like like you're desperate. You know, yeah. and yeah. so it's it's almost like the more you try, the worse it is. <laughs> like you almost got to not try. Uh, but again, like like again, the way I came up was that wasn't even around. You know what I'm saying? Like that wasn't yeah. uh, that wasn't even a thing to do. So it was like, of course you're gonna focus on yourself and developing and all those things because there's no other reason to do that. There was no show to put yourself on. Mm. Uh, of course, it is something that you got to keep in mind. Um, yeah. Um, I, I don't, I can't say you should let it like drive you in a negative way. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, of no, course, if you, if you, if you use it correctly, uh, mm-hmm. it's great. Uh, but, but too often it's just one piece. It's a, puzzle, a big, yeah. there's a big puzzle, man. And, and you can't just stay fixated on this one thing. It's like, especially nowadays, you know, people are so worried about, what they're showing to the world on a 15 second clip when they're not even putting the real work in because they're just focused on the video. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like, I see that so much. It's like so many people are like, they're training and they're more worried about how they're looking uh, to the rest of the world as opposed to putting in real work. It's yeah. like, People don't even want to put in the work anymore unless the camera's on. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's the work you do when the camera's off that's important. Mm-hmm. That way, when you turn the camera on, it's it's good stuff. Yeah, look looking real smooth. <laughs> yeah. So so so, so uh, these days, man, I'm like, people just need to turn their damn phones off and get and get to work. Get to work, and and of course, there's a time and a place for that stuff, but it's just a little piece, man. And it, it, you got to put the work in, and if you're not putting the work in, eventually it's going to show. You know, you can f- right. trick people for a long time, uh, but but one day you're going to have to uh, put yourself on the line. Yeah, like you said, pay those dues. <laughs> you got yeah, to have, yeah. and if you don't, you're going to get exposed by not doing it. You know, mm-hmm. so so you better be putting in the real work. 
um, as well as putting your, what you're putting out there to the world better be what you're p- really doing day to day. Um, so, so, so yeah, man, turn them damn phones off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Well, with that said, man, that's a great way to close it out, man. Yo, uh, Kevin, man, thank you again, brother, for your time. Hey, my pleasure. Yo, this is incredible. Like I said, man, one of these days, hopefully I'll be able to train with you. Like I said, my girl lives out in LA, man. I have to go or, out there and, and, yeah, yeah. and wander in y'all gym. <laughs> It's warm out here, man. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, hey, man. I Chicago is, is nasty, and actually, for today, uh, I had to come travel up to New York, so I'm in like but, this little yeah, like in, random I was in office. New York uh, two weeks ago, and I was in Chicago like a month ago. I'm like. The only time I ever go there is in the winter for some reason. <laughs> Dude, you have to come to the city, to Chicago in the summer, man. It's way I know. Better. Everybody says that. Everybody <laughs> says that. I, I mean to. They just, every time somebody brings me out there, it's in the middle of winter. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, bro, one of these days, man, we'll get you out here, man. All right. Well, hey, thanks again, brother, for your time. And uh, hey, good luck with everything else you're doing in your career and just in life, bro. I appreciate you. And like, hopefully we can do this one time again. Yeah, likewise, man. Anytime. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you, sir. You have a good one, bro. Likewise. All right. Peace out. All right, this is the Fight Podcast. Thank you so much to Kevin Ross for joining me on today's show. If you haven't already, check out Kevin's past fights on his social media page and obviously on YouTube at The Soul Assassin. Uh, Catch a seminar of his if you get a chance as well, man. Dude is super dope. All right, man. Um, Thank you guys once again. Sorry about a little bit of the audio quality uh, right in the beginning, but obviously it clears up throughout. Uh, Sometimes with some of the tech, it's kind of weird, but... But, you know, look, it worked out. And again, I'm so happy we were able to get Kevin on the show. I talked about it a little bit on there, man. But once I first started really competing in Muay Thai, you always hear about the bull cows and you hear about the senchais and everybody else. So when you finally look and it's like, dude, I wanted to check out an American. I was like, who are the American champions? And literally, man, for the last decade, um, I've been following Kevin Ross's career. So it was a really real pleasure to have him on the show, man. But look, uh, this is Serge Vicente. Thank you guys so much for joining me on today's episode 61 of the Fight Podcast. We'll be back soon to break down this weekend's card. We have that UFC fight night is the last ufc card on fox headlined by raging ally quinta and um and kevin lee the fight prop podcast is brought to you each and every week by sage eats sage eats offers healthy meal prep and fitness mentoring sign up for sage eats at sageeatschicago.com apply promo code fight for 20 percent off your first three months remember to follow the fight podcast on all social media platforms at the fight podcast and follow me at serge vicente support the show by checking me out on the website thefightpodcast.com and thank you guys once again for paying attention and listening to the fight podcast i will see you guys next time peace out